Okay, let's get started with Parshas Toldos, Tuf Shin Pei, 5780. Again, next week's scheduling note, I'm going to be traveling, so I'm not going to be able to give a shear next week. Hashem will pick up the week after I get back on Tuesday. So, Beth Hashem, I hope uh, the following day we'll be able to have the, uh, the shear. So, Vayetze, I'll have to listen to the archives of the 11 years' worth of uh, Beth Hashem. There's, uh, Torah doesn't get old, so or stale. So, Baruch Hashem. So, here we go. So, let's start with the beginning. Parshas Toldos, here we go. And we have the beginning of the parsha. I think I might have mentioned part of the first thought in a different year, uh, but we're going to add on to it. Beginning of the parsha, we know that uh, as the other imahos were, Rivka Imenu is an akara. She is barren. She doesn't have children, and they're davening really hard to try to have a child. Yitzchak's forty years old. Ben Abayim Shana B'Kachtos Rivka. Vayeter Yitzchak Lashem L'Nochach Eshtok Yakarahi. Vayeaser Lo Hashem. Yitzchak davens and Vayeaser. Hashem gives in. Hashem, you know, lets it go. And she becomes pregnant and eventually has has children. So if you look in this first source, the Yagdu Torah quotes a story of when the in, in the Imre Emes, the Ger Rebbe in Yerushalayim. Sibrecham Yizikri Yerushalayim, Rebbe Imre Emes, Bibikuro Hasheni Be'eretz Yisrael. Bishas Tafresh Pezayim, when he came to visit, Biker Bekal Mostos HaTorah. He visited all the Mostos, all of the various schools, and whenever he went there, he, you know, he spoke in Torah, he asked questions. When he came to Eitz Chaim, um, you know, a very, uh, one of the prestigious uh, places that was there from the early 20th century, in the 19th century. They were learning this Pasuk. He davened hard, right? And even, even to emphasize, I didn't read the Rashi, but I'll read the Rashi of Ayatar when he davened. Hirba v'hivsir b'tfilah. Yisrael really hard. Here above a hipsir, right? The Amur Avoda, the symbol of, of Avoda is Yisrael Gavinu. And he's davening really hard. Many of us shown us that Rashi uses. Hashem gave in, Hashem was appeased, Hashem let it go. Hashem let it go. So he asked the Imre Emes to the children in this school. He asked the seven-year-old, Ben Shev, Meshav Shalom, Bekita Gimel. He says, why did Yisrael have to daven so hard? Okay, everybody davens. But here, Chazal emphasize, here above, the hipsir, right? Once Yitzchak davens, you know, that's it. So you should daven. So she's an akara, davin. Right? What does the Gemara say? So, okay, he has the tefillah. What does he have to make it so difficult for? So the child didn't know. Heshev a Rebbe v'yamar, so the Rebbe says, Mashal yelled, he gives a mashal. To a child, to mevakesh me'aviv sukariah, he has a child for a candy, his father for a candy. V'yav misarev leheonos lebakashoso. V'yodoshu mazak lebriyuso. The child just had six cavities, he just got back from the dentist. And the father knows that this is not good for the child. And the child has enough energy, and the child doesn't need any more sugar, and the child still says, no, I want it. The father says, no, and the child says, please, 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 a hundred times he asks, and finally the father gives in. Even though, you know, he knows because he loves the child, and he has Rachmanus on the child. He gives in, even though he knows that ultimately it will be Mazik. That's the child, says the Imre Emes. The same thing in our case. Cain Hayakan. We know Rashi tells us that a little later in the parsha, Avram Avinu doesn't say it, but Farish, it says already last last week it said that uh, Avram Avinu died. But Avram Avinu died. Why did Avram die at 175? His father, his son Yitzchak died at 180. 
What were those five years? So explains the Imre Emes that Avravinu, so to speak, died five years early. What do you mean early? Why? Not early, but in a sense early. So that he wouldn't see his grandson go off the derech. He wouldn't see Esav, and that's not just the derech, the major derech, right? Totally off Esav. Imagine having your grandson Esav a Russia. Avram shouldn't have to suffer that, that, uh, that feeling. So that is why he died five years early. Says the Imre Emes, if Hashem would have listened to Yitzchak any earlier, then Avram would, to ha- would have had to die earlier because Esau would have been Nisgadel and Esau would have grown and he would have reached the age earlier. That's why you don't want to listen. Ultimately, you dab it so hard, okay, I'll give it to you. But that's why it was so hard. Hashem wanted to prevent the birth. So Avramavinu wouldn't have to any earlier. But since Yitzchak was here, but Vahivsir... That's why Hashem had had to listen. That is number one. That I think we had mentioned before. But there is a related addition to this point. And that is, if we look a little bit a few psukim later. A few psukim later, so Rivka becomes pregnant with twins. We spoke a lot about that many years ago. That's a difficult uh, positive to translate. Lama ze anochi. We can translate it. What does it mean? I all different two nations. And then the Pasuk says, Her days became full. She reached full term. And there were twins in her belly. Says Rashi. On that Pasuk. By Tamar's twins, later on in Sefer Bracious, by Yehib Ace Lidita. It just says when she was going to give birth. It doesn't say by Yim Uhu Yamel Aledes. Why? Shalomalu Yamea Ki Lazayin Chadashim Yeladatam. Because Tamar gave birth prematurely. Right? She didn't fill out her days. That's why it doesn't say by Yim there. That's Rashi number one in the Pasik. Picking up by Yim Yamea in contrast to Tamar. And then Rashi continues, Vihinei Tomim. It says Tomim, doesn't say Teomim, which is the word that we would use. Tomim, Chaser, it's missing the Aleph. Ubitamar, Teomim Malay. Right, with the Aleph. Lefisha Shneim Sadikim. Because there, both were Sadikim, Avokan, Echad Sadik, Ve'echad Rasha. But here, one was a Rasha, that's why, leave that the Aleph to be Miramis to us, that it is, it is, um, one was a Tzadik, one was a Rasha. So it was Chaser, one was Chaser. Says the Apirion, the Apirion is the author of the Kisel Shulchan Aruch in his commentary on Chumash, the Apirion, he puts these two Rashis together, connects it to the thought we just said from the Imrayamis. Says the Apirion, what's the connection between the first Rashi that says that it says she didn't fill out her days, it's Vayimlu Bevitna, and Tamar gave birth early while the second Rashi of Mali and Chaser. So first he quotes the question of the Al Shekha Kadosh. Says the Al Shekha line number four. Mazemir, who Yisbarach who Tamar, the Yosarai Roy Barifka Shaisa Mitzta Erasad Mavis. Ask the Al Shekh, why did Rivka get the full term? She was the one that was in pain. Right? It doesn't say Tamar was in pain. So if anything, let Rivka have the baby first. She's the one that's having a more difficult pregnancy. 
So why is it dafka that Tamar lasts the whole time and not and not Rivka? That's the Alshach. So says the Apirion, says the Shlomo Gansfried, The Pasuk itself answers this question. We're putting the two Rashis together, but it's really two halves of the Pasuk. It says, Her days were filled and she had Tomim Bevitna. What's the connection between those two? It says Tomim, Chaser Aleph. What does the word Tomim be Maramis to us? That one of them was a Russia. When they were younger, they were in Nikar, how they were going to live different lives. But once they turn 13, even though we know Chazal tell us that even in utero, they were trying to get out of the different places, but I guess from 0 to 13, maybe they didn't take it as seriously. Maybe they thought, oh, it was going to be a stage, right? Esau was going to outgrow it. But once he reached Godless, he wasn't going to outgrow anything. As we quoted this, Rashi says, That's the day that Avraham died. As we said, so Avraham wouldn't have to see this. And that's not the Seva Tova that HaKadosh Baruch promised him. So he took off five years. So says the Aperion. Let's read the Pasuk now. She filled out. She was full term. Why? One of them's a Russia. And we know if she wouldn't have filled out her term, then Amravina would have had to die earlier. But because there was Tomim, there was a Russia, Kodesh didn't want her to give birth early because then it would have affected Amravina. So all of these Sukkim are all connected. Based on that one chazal. If Rivka had given birth early, Avram would have had to die two months earlier. And as the Pasuk says in Tehillim, this is the Rosh Chodesh connection, the Pasuk from Hallel. Hashem is, it's, it's, uh, Tzadikim are precious and it's difficult in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu when the Chassidim die. Kitov Yom Hashem, Shehoskim Torah Mitzvahs. Remember, that's the line, Shabbos Taflamid, when David HaMelech says to Hashem, you know what, I'm supposed to die on Shabbos, let me die on Friday. Let Shlomo HaMelech, you know, become king one day early. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'll take one day of your Torah and Mitzvahs, then a thousand Karbanas he's going to bring when when the base of Melech is built. But one day of Torah and Tefillah, of the earlier generations, so, says the, so, HaKadosh Baruch doesn't want the Tzadikim to die. He doesn't want David HaMelech to die. And that's what it says, Vayimlu, because of the Tomim. That's exactly why, also, as the Imre Emma said, it was more difficult, uh, it was difficult for Hashem, Kaviyachot, to listen to the Yitzhak's Tefillah, because it was like the father and the candy didn't want to give it, because he knew it would not be good for the family. Okay, that gets us started, putting a couple of Chazals together. Getting back now to the beginning, though. So what happens? She goes to Darshan Hashem, Lidrosa's Hashem, right? What does she do? Rifka do? She's in pain. She doesn't know what's going on. And she goes to um, the, the representative, we might call it, as Rashi quotes, by Tomer Hashem, La Ayyadeh Shliach, L'Shem Ne'emar Baruch HaKodesh V'Hu Amar La. So you know what the Shem, the God of Ador, Shem was still alive at the time. Very old. Says the uh, Pasik. So she went and she is told, You have two goyim, two nations in your belly. 
Two nations, says Rashi. Shnei goyim, geyim ksiv. If we look, the, it's a Korean ksiv. Really, it's gimel yud yud mem. As it's written in the Torah, not gimel yud vav mem. So what is that being Maramis to? Kimo geyim. Like geyim, like being proud and holding oneself high. Elu Antoninus Verebi. Saluting to Antoninus Verebi, descendants of Yaakov and Esav. Esav is the father of Rome. Antoninus was a Roman uh, leader. Rebbe, obviously, descendant of Yaakov. They had every fruit and vegetable in every season. They never had to make a Shechianu on any fruit and vegetable because they had it all the time. They were, they were very affluent. That's what's being alluded to. In the Torah's Moshe. Interesting. Everybody most assume that uh, we call it the, the Chassam Sofer la Torah, but the official name of at least one of the versions is the Torah's Moshe. Rav Shechter once said that there are three Sfarim that have certain names, but nobody calls it those names. Because Siyat Deshmaya, right? Torah's Moshe. There's only one Torah's Moshe. Torah's Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what we call it, the Chassam Sofer. The Shloach Nobody calls it the Shnei Luchos Abris. Says there's only one Shnei Luchos Abris. So we call it the Shloach And finally, he says maybe the Mishnah Torah. The Yad Chazaka, the Rambam and the Yad Chazaka. Sometimes people say Mishnah Torah, but also Mishnah Torah that's Sefer Dvarim. Interesting, three Svarim that have names of an earlier Sefer, so to speak, that Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael adopt different different names. Anyway, says the Chasam Sofer. Shnei Goyim Bevit Nechzantuninis Verabi. Says the Chasam Sofer, source number three. Dochik Gadol. Why would shame be telling Rivka and Nevua that in one generation in the future there's going to be two of these descendants that are going to be friendly with each other? As the Gemara tells stories about Tunidus and Rebbe, we got along. The Gemara about Zara Dafyud. Tunidus had a tunnel. He used to go go study with Rebbe. So why would that be prophesized now? This that's such a Important prophecy. What does that have to do with Rifka's state right now? What does that have to do with Parshas Toldos? Antoninus and Rebbe. Shahaya Rebbe Antoninus. Aval Shma Chachamim Vichidosam. Says the Chazam Sofer. Listen to the words of the Chachamim and the deep message of what they're trying to tell us. Divrei Elokim Chayim. Vigamli Yashev. And also, it's to be miyashiv, the, the Pasuk, when they actually came out. Right, his brother came in after, and Yaakov's hand was holding on to Esav. Since it says, Chazal make a difference between achar and achare. Achar, achare is a little delayed. Im Yaakov es Esav la Akev Yitziaso Rakachrechen Achrei Umuflag Valo Daverhu. Right. So, so what was the delay? Yaakov seems like even if you're medayik in that one letter, Achrei Achar, that he kind of like let him go first. So, what exactly is going on here? So, there is a thought that's said by other mafarshim uh, in the context of why Yitzchak wanted to give the brachas to Esav to answer that question, but the Chassam Sofer says it right here. We know in the Mishkan there are two special kalim besides the, the Ketores, besides the Mizrach Ketores. We know the Shulchan and the Menorah. What does the Shulchan and the Menorah symbolize? Shulchan is Romeis Lamachziki at Torah. The Shulchan is Meramis to those who support Torah. 
the Haim, and there are a number of sources that have the supporters of Torah, those that make it possible for others to learn. People give money to a shul. People give money to a yeshiva. People give money to those who learn. So that, in some sources, they're even before the ones who actually learn, because they're the ma'afshirim. They're the ones that are allowing it to happen. Kemo, as the Pasuk says, smach zvulun b'tseisecha v'yisachar ba'ohalecha. Right? In certain sources, zvulun, the supporters of yisachar, come even first, even though it's a team, it's a partnership. Adirach matanadam yarchivlo. Vilachulu, Vitira Gamkain, Avabisha Minor Bedaram, Yemin Olam, the Shulchan Bitsafo and Small Olam, the Beis Amigdash, the Chasim Lo Bemizrach. You come in through the east, so if you come into the, when you come into the Hechal, from east to west, we go into the Hechal. So what's on the right and what's on the left? The Shulchan's on the right, on the north. So the Shulchan, which symbolizes the Mepharnasim, are on the right, that's even the more Chashav side. While the menorah, those symbolizing the Arat Torah, the ones who actually learn, that's on the left. So there are a number of sources that in this partnership, right, Zvolin has Kedima. Ha-nichnaz motzi menorah b'smolo, shulchan b'yemino. Fatam ki lazeki, sacha Zvolin, okoan evi Yisraelim. Shneim adonim zelazeh. The ultimate goal, though, is for the Zvolins to put the Yisachars first and for the Yisachars to put the Zvolins first. And if we each look at each other and anyone who... Uh, takes part in this type of uh, partnership to realize the other one is so amazing and to realize the other one is so great and the mutual respect, like any relationship. If a husband puts a wife first, if a wife puts a husband first, that's a marriage that's going to that's gonna last because the, each one is putting the other one first as the Ramah describes in Ochus Ishus uh, so beautifully. The, the, the wife should think of the husband as the king and the king should think of the wife as the queen and he should worry about each other. So says the Sam Sofer, that's what should be the relationship between different Jews. And he continues, the Chulu, uh, skipping, Va'amnam, skip me down a couple, Yisachar and Zvulun, he says, skip that to where it's underlined, Vihine, Tchilas Kavanas Yitzhiras Habanam Ha'elu, says the Chazam Sofer, that was the, so to speak, possible original plan. Esav was an Ish Sayyid, Ish Sadeh. If he would have channeled his Kochos, so maybe he could have been the one that was Mepharnes Yaakov. Yaakov Ishtam, Yoshevo Halim. So Ishtsayid itself, one can understand that it's not a negative inherently. But it's what he was side and how he was side and how he spent the rest of his life. That was a goal. It wasn't an ends. Vine, so originally the Kavana was, Hayushia Yaakov, Cholzaro, La'olam, Mamlechas Kohanim, V'gai Kadosh. They would be the ones. They would be the Mamlechas Kohanim. But asu the Esav Kizvulin and Esav to be the Zvulins. No sin l'tov pivshel Yisachar Kizvulin, and he would help out Yaakov. V'yemkain yekal Yisrael la'olam. Right, ki be Yitzchak yikari l'chazara. At that moment in time, maybe it was all Yitzchak. Who's all Yitzchak? Yaakov and Esav. Afterwards, Esav lost it. Afterwards, Esav showed that he, he wasn't going to fulfill this tafkin. Kamo Rebbe Bedoro. Just like that's Antoninus and Rebbe. That's the prophecy. Like Antoninus supported Rebbe. Antoninus, a descendant of Esav, and he gave a lot of presents to Rebbe, and Rebbe taught him, and was a model, and was a, was somebody who he could learn from. That was the goal. That's what shame was telling Rivka. Shnei Gayimavitnech. And while they're in there, okay, okay, she she maybe felt it wasn't going to be. But at that time, they were still in utero. 
Maybe it could be that way. But that was only while they were still inside. So they're still possible. That's why Esav, what Yaakov let Esav go in front, just like the Yisachars are supposed to be Mechabed the Zvolans. He let Esav go. There was Va'achare, a little delayed. But right when he came out, right, But right when Esav came out, he blew it. They've already separated. Even before his legs came out. And therefore the plan was undone and Yaakov was going to have to bear both jobs and that's why within Yaakov, right, two of Yaakov's sons, Yisachar, but that was the original plan. And again, a message also that we can learn is that, you know, everybody has their tafkid in life. And we have to be mechabed. You know, each Jew serves a Kaddish Baruch and hopefully helps out their fellow Jew in various ways. And there has to be a mutual respect. If the Yisachars don't are mechabed as Zvulans and vice versa, so that's a problem. The whole relationship is not going to work. And the whole partnership is not going to work. Right? And the Gemara and Brachas, the third parak of the beautiful Lashon, Ani birya v'chaveri birya. And you might think one is better. Quoting the Mishnah at the end of Menachas. But that's the Chazam Sofer in terms of different jobs and mutual and mutual respect. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. Still talking about Yaakov Avinu. We have a lot at the beginning of the parsha. And uh, other years we've spoken about the brachas. We'll touch on that also, but let's uh, go little by little. So Yaakov was an Ishtam, Yoshevo Halim, right? One of the two suggestions given why Rabbeinu Tam had that nickname. Rabbeinu Tam's name was Yaakov, right? Yaakov, grandson of Rashi, Yaakov Ishtam, Yoshevo Halim. There's another one based on a Pasuk, uh, I think, in Bechukosai. He made a certain takana uh, regarding uh, Nidunya, but uh, based on the Pasuk of a Tam Larik Kochachem. So, the two Tams. But Yaakov was an Ishtam, Yoshevo Halim. Answer of Moshe, or at least Meir. Rav Moshe Feinstein is Meir in the Drash Moshe. Biyakov lo nomar bikra shenisnasa nisyonos. We don't find explicitly in the Psukim, and even in Chazal, the Yaakov had Nisyonos. Avraham Avinu Beferish. Right, that's the beginning of the Akedah. Hashem tested Avraham. Right, so that's Avraham Avinu Hasid. Yitzchak was also involved in Nisyonos. And we know that, you know, Yitzchak was like a carbon copy of Avraham, so to speak. We mentioned that in the past years also, how, you know, this is the part that I mentioned it. Right, Yitzchak is the most mysterious Av. We hardly know anything in the Torah Shibachsav about Yitzchak. He doesn't find his own wife. He's not at his mother's Leviah. And he davits here, and by the end of this week's parsha, Yaakov and Esav, right? Yitzchak is finished, basically. And the only thing we know about Yitzchak is that he digs wells, the same wells that his father dug, and he names them the same. So Yitzchak is, follows Avraham's life, and 
And Chazal connect him at least to certain Yonas, as we know, the Akeita. But we don't find Yaakov Avinu having Nisyonos. He had plenty of Nisyonos. He had a very difficult life. There's a heart-wrenching Rashi later on in Sefer Bracious. I'm not going to read it now. Thinking about Yeshev. That uh, where the Rashi quotes when Yaakov says, you know, listing off the Tsaris that he has. And it's unbelievable. Thinking about Yaakov's life. Tsaris Esav, Tsaris Lavan, Tsaris Dina, Tsaris Yosef. Sarah Shimon, almost Sarah Binyamin. I mean, Yaakov, it was tough, very tough, but, but it's not called an Isayon by Chazal. Rosha picks up on that and wonders then, so what's the, what's the message? If so, Yaakov, we're B'nai Yaakov, we're B'nai Yisrael. So lo nomar bekra shenisnasa nisyonos kamo ba Abraham shenisnasa ba Sarah nisyonos v'yitzchak shenekar agami mizbeach umikal makom nikra bechir sheba avos but he's still the chosen av v'uchakol bekisya kaved and we know according to Chazal his face is on the kisya kaved right that's for the malachim and next week's parsha olam v'yardim will be yosi next week's parsha right they see Yaakov on the kisya kaved and they see Yaakov downstairs they're like what's what's happening here and that's why Dafka Yaakov they saw Yaakov up Yaakov down. They saw an exact parallel in terms of his potential. As the Gemara says, in Chulim. But what's the message of an Av not having Nisyonos? And again, Ramosha must be understanding the difference between Tsaros and a lot of challenges and a specific Nisyon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Venire, says Ramosha, Ki Iker Hagadlus Lios Bechol Hayamim Osig Batarav Mitzvahs Af below Nisyonos. Life is not about passing that one moment in life, Nisayon. Yes, we have to hopefully show our true colors when we have to stand up to the Nisayon. But the greatest avodah that we can do is not to give us Nisyonos and serve him without Nisyonos. And serve him without the challenges. Right, we know David Amelech asked for Nisayan in Sanhedrin. In Sanhedrin, and it did not work out well when he said, Hashem, test me. But the Ramosha says, life is not about passing Nisayonos. Yes, we have to live our lives every day to be able to become the types of people who can pass those Nisayonos when they come up. We have to make sure when those moments come, we pass. But that's not what life's about. It's a fascinating quote the pilot that landed that airplane on the Hudson, right? So he quote, there's a quote, they interviewed him afterwards, I remember it was, he said, I felt that my entire life I was preparing for this moment. Something like that. My entire life. So yes, there are extreme moments in life when we're called upon to, to search and to, to, uh, to take out of the reservoirs of our emuna and, our, and what we've conditioned ourselves to be to be our spiritual personality. But generally, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking for is, is living life as an Eved Hashem, even without the Nisyonos. He's sitting, his challenge is Ishtam Yosheva Alim. He knows Esav is out there, you know, out in the fields. But he's sitting, Yoshev Tam Yoshev Olim. And maybe if we think about our generation, this is crucial. This is crucial because, you know, since Bayashani, there hasn't been a generation that hasn't had more freedom, that has had, um, you know, more ability to live as Jews 
in general in the world. Rahman al-Islam, there are challenges and there's anti-Semitism and there's, and there's people out there that don't like us. But in general, over the past couple hundred years, especially, you know, it's, it's been very different, Rahman al-Islam, with, with terrible exceptions to the rule. But the challenge of our generation, as many have pointed out, is the challenge of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu with affluence. And serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu without the day-to-day challenges of not being able to live as a Jew publicly and not being able to have, you know, Jewish schools. Says Rav Moshe, that's, that's where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking for us. Right? There are different types of challenges and different types of nisyonos, the Chazal talk about, the, the, the challenge of Oni and the challenge of Osher. Right? And who knows which is a, a more difficult challenge, but that's what Moshe says. One doesn't need a specific, Hashem's going to test. No, Hashem's going to give you and live your life and see if, if it can serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that way. Good. Moving right along. Next story. So they're born, and we get to the first interaction between Yaakov and Esav. After they're born, Esav is Sayyid Bafiv, and Yaakov is Yosheva Olim. So what happens? Vayazid Yaakov Nazid. Yaakov is making some soup. Vayavo Esav min hasadeh vihu ayef. Rashi quotes, Vayazid, unusual word, Lashon Bishol. And Esav comes in and he's tired. Vayomer Esav al Yaakov. Esav says, Haliteni na min adom adom azeh. Ki ayef anochi. Oh, can I please some, have some of the red stuff? Al king karashmo edom. He's not only Esav, he's edom. Vayomer Yaakov, Michra chayomis b'choras chali, Sell me the Bechorah. Vayomer Esav, what do I need this for? Swear, he swears, and the deal is done. The question is asked, if we think about it on the surface, if we don't think too hard, it seems pretty, uh, we've spoken in the past about Titan Emes Yaakov and Yashar. Esav's come back after a hard day. He's exhausted, he's starving. Okay, fine, he was busy doing Ritzicha, but he's tired and starving and hungry and he just wants some soup. He says, can I have some soup? So Yaakov's like, okay, just sign this, please. Just sign right here. He's like, I'm st- just give me the soup. Just sign here, I'll give you the soup. What kind of, what kind of action is this? Mitzad Yaakov. Was Yaakov planning on doing this the whole time? Or was there something in the way that Esau came back and acted? that tipped Yaakov off and says to Yaakov, he can't have the Bechorah, if he's this type of person. Is there something that happened? Is there something that was said? Because it's not clear. It doesn't say that Yaakov was planning. He was making soup, right? According to the Chazal, Avravinu died, they're eating lentils, right? So it just says, Yaakov's making soup. Esau comes back and says, give me some of the red stuff. Yaakov's like, okay, sell me the Bechorah. Is there anything about Esav's request that makes Yaakov do what he does? And, sa- and one other question. Right, the Bechorah means the special brachos. We know Bechor, Bechorah, same letters. Esav, as we know, if there was one mitzvah that he did, it was keep it of aim. And he wanted, wouldn't he have wanted? We see later on. The brachos were very meaningful to him. Right, so, so what was, you know, he did it so easily. Just get, get rid of the brachas. Says, says Rav Eliel Apian in the Lev Elio. It's quoted here in the Lakatov in source number six. But says Rav Eliel Apian, commenting and expanding on the Svarno. I gave you the Svarno in source number five. Source number five. Says 
This far now. Asaf calls it the red stuff. Why does he call it the red stuff? Why doesn't he just say lentil soup? When Yaakov saw how Esav was connected to his life out there, to his hunting, not even like a regular human being, he didn't even, he was so focused on what he was doing out there, he couldn't even realize what was in the pot. Kiem Tsivo, he could see the color. He calls it Edom. He says, Karoso Edom. Lashun Sivui, Klomar, Hisadeim. They had Savua Adom, Bahalatasa Adom. He couldn't even speak straight. The Svarno says, Yaakov says, Mikrakayam, sell me the Bechora. Kimios Hayom, Komagamas Panecha El Malachtecha, if that's your focus in life. If your hunting is your focus in life, so when you even come into your house, you can't even focus on anything at home. Your mind is still out there, so all you can think about is the red stuff. The Bechorah is not for you. Yaakov wasn't being a tricker, trickster here, that, oh, I'm going to do this when he comes back. It's because of what Esav did when he came back. He says, give me the red stuff, which means his whole essence is out in the forest. His whole essence is a hunter. There's nothing else. He comes back home, there's no focus. Says of El Elopian, when we're involved in our parnasa, and there are parnasas if somebody's a teacher, if somebody is uh, involved in chesed all day, okay, but if somebody is not, if somebody is making an honest living, and then he goes home, and the living makes some money, let's say. Where's his head? Where's our head when we come home? When we go to the base manager with the Chavrusa, when we daven, where's our head? Are we consumed by what we do outside of Ruchnius? Because that's what Esav was. He was consumed with his out, life outside and then the other values, whether it's Torah, whether, I would add, whether it's family, whether it's other values outside of work, they were just non-existent in Esav's life. Yes, there's a curse. But is that our life? We get lost in it. There's no end. They can't think about about anything that's worthwhile outside of the circle. And somebody tries to say, well, I don't have a choice. I have to do more. I have to do more. That's the power of Esav Arasha. Yaakov sees this. He says, the brachos, the bechorah, cannot be to this person. This person doesn't have the proper value hierarchy. Right? This person lives, breathes, and everything is about being a hunter. That's all he is. I think I mentioned in the past, but if not, I once heard a fascinating uh, explanation of the Gemara and uh from Eli Mansur. He said on the Gemara and Beitza, Dav Tezayin, Amar Ebi Hani Bavloi Tipshoi Da'achli Nama Benama. Those foolish Babylonians that eat bread with bread, so, what's the pshat? The Gemara is just telling us uh, the eating habits of the Babylonians. 
When they went into order a sandwich, what do you want on your sandwich? I'll take a bread sandwich. Right, that was that. That's it. What does it mean to eat bread with bread? What's the message? So he explained. Sometimes he'll ask somebody new, "Why do you Why do you go to work? Why do you go to work? Make money. Why do you make money? Why do you want to make money in order to have a house, to have everything I need? Why do you want to have a nice house? I want to be able to relax when I come home. Why do you want to be able to relax when you come home? So I can have strength to go back to work to make more money. And and it's a circle, and you never get out of it. You eat bread with bread. That what you consume and what you're involved in in life, it's a circle that never ends. And that's not what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants from us. It's a responsibility now. It's part of our Avodah Hashem. And it's even a mitzvah. Right? We do it in an honest way. But we have to recognize it's not life. We have to recognize our paycheck is our paycheck, but there's our relationship with our Kodesh Baruch Hu, there's our relationship with our family, there's our relationship with our community. And Esav didn't have that. Just give me some of the red stuff. He couldn't even focus. You know, how often? Rahman al-Islan. You know, when we come home from work and we walk into our house, that's it. We have to be a different person. We have to leave it outside. And we have to focus on what's in front of us. Our children, our grandchildren, our spouse. That's what has to be. And if not, we're being like Asaf. And it's not, we're just, the red stuff. We need the red stuff. Right, if we see something, we have to take an interest in it. And we have to make sure that we act like Yaakov and we recognize the the value, the details, the details of, of uh, what we have in our homes and what we have in our, in our Ruchani life, says Ravel Yelapian, we have to make sure that that is something that we are, we are strong in. Okay. Chavav base. Next parak. Next parak. So what happens? Ba'irav ba'aretz. So there's a famine. Milvada ravar yishon shebi me'avraham. So parak chavav is the only parak in all the Torah about Yikavinu. Being the active one. There was a famine in the land, and Yitzchak goes to the Melech Plishtim. Hashem appears to Yitzchak Avinu. This is the first time that Hashem speaks to Yitzchak. Right here. First time. There's not too, there aren't too many conversations. Do not go down to Mitzrayim. Stay in the land. Live in the land that I will tell you. Gur ba'aretz azos. And Rashi notes that Yitzchak wanted to leave. Yitzchak thought he was going to be like his father. Go down to Mitzrayim. Hashem says, you're not leaving. You're not leaving. You are in Ola Tamima. You are pure. You need to stay in this land of purity. You will stay here. As has been pointed out by many Mepharshim. Right, the first conversation that Hashem has with Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe is about Eretz Yisrael. The first conversation. And right here, don't leave. Shchon ba'aretz asher omar elecha. But the question we'll deal with is those last three words. Live in the land that I will tell you. So asher omar elecha sounds like, you know, live in this land and I'm in the future at some point in time, I'm going to tell you like which land... Asher Omari Lecha sounds like, I'm going to tell you in the future. It's the next word of the Torah. Live in the land that I'm going to, it's like Avram Avinu. The land, Asher Ar Eka. And then it takes a long time to get to Eretz Yisrael. But here, Hashem says to Yitzchak, Shechon Barat Asher Omari Lecha. And then the very next word, Garbarat, this is it. Garbarat Azos. Question one. And question two, the switch of Shechon and Gur. Right, two words mean similar, 
ideas, to live, to, uh, to reside. Right, if you look in the Unkelis, Shrei Ba'aradi Emalach, Shrei or Dur. Also, Tula Shonos for, for living. What's the difference between those two? Says the Klayakar, the great Darshan from Prague. Says the Klayakar, source 7, he asked these two questions. Why did Hashem not let Yitzchak leave? There is no Gilu Yishchina in Chutz Laaretz. Yechezkel was an exception according to Chazal because he started off in Eretz Yisrael. And then he went to Bavel and all his nevuas were about Eretz Yisrael and about the Beis HaMikdash. Yechezkel was an exception to the rule. But other than him, Nivua direct connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in Eretz Yisrael. L'fisha shamin makam l'gilu shechina. V'yem kein lo yuchal leymar elav sham b'nevua eiz adav l'vitzar ha'chasha. Hashem would not be able to communicate with Yitzchak directly if he needs to. L'fichach shchon ba'aretz asher sham gilu shechina si. Stay here in the land where I can talk to you. V'sham omar elecha Asher Omar Elecha says the Klayakar creatively is not going back on the previous two words. Live in this land that I will tell you which land it is. No, live in this land that I could speak to you in. Because this is the only land that I could speak to you directly in, says the Klayakar. If you go to Chutzla Aretz, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long distance call. Right, if you live here, it's it's local, right? Shchon ba'aretz, live in this land. Asher ha'elecha. That's a description of the of a description of the land, but it's not saying that I'm going to tell you about the land. Asher ha'elecha, that I'm going to give nevuah to you in the future, and then he says this land. Ubezem yushav, and that's why says the klayaker. First he says mitchila shchon ba'aretz, v'achar kach amar gur ba'aretz. Kishchon mashma yoser diras keva. Shchon is a diras keva. Gur is lashon gerus. Shchon be a settle, be a settler. Live in this land. Lefishim mitzad kenias hashlemos haruchnius baaretz hazos tishchon bakitoshav. If you connect to it spiritually, then you'll be able to shchon, the shchon to live there as a resident. Al mitzad kenias abrachas hakufanias tiabokager. You know anybody could uh, physically enjoy the physical. Uh, as the uh, Chazal say, the Peres Ginosar of Eretz Yisrael. But it's the Ruchnius, and that's what Hashem is telling Yitzchak right here. In the first conversation that he has with him, Eretz Yisrael is the land of direct Hashkacha. Eretz Yisrael is the land, it doesn't say it's Tali on anything either. Right? This is the land, Lazaracha Etnena, that he promised to Avra, he promised to Yitzchak, promised to Yaakov. And again, this is the, the uh, um, throughout the Parshios. Again, our connection to Eretz Yisrael we don't have to look farther than any, every parsha in the Torah talks about Eretz Yisrael as a basic tenet, right? The fact that, uh, the Mepharshim, the fact that it was promised to Avram, Yisrael, Yaakov, Moshe. And that's the goal of, of, of the whole, the whole Torah and all the Nevi'im, right? So that's, we have to always, uh, reinvigorate ourselves with that recognition of a Shchon Ba'aretz. It's the land of Asher Omari Lecha, as the Ramban alludes to a little bit in this week's parsha. Again, he says it much more fully uh, elsewhere in Parshas Ekev and Parshas Achremos, um, etc. Okay. Moving right along now towards the end of the parsha. Two more thoughts. Let's try to get in. Says the Torah right before the story of the Brachos, Perachavav Pasik Lamed Dalid, 
after the with Avimelech, by he Esav ben Abraham Shana. Esav was forty years old, and he takes a wife. Takes a wife. Isha's Yudas Bas Beiriachiti. There's Bosmas, and Rashi already quotes why forty years old. We had forty years old earlier in the parsha. Says Rashi, Esav ayanimshalachazir. Esav is compared to a pig. The pig is the only animal that has split hooves and does not chew its cud. Right? That's also one of the proofs to the divine authorship of the Torah. How could anybody write that this is the only animal? They know every animal in the Amazon forests. Have you ever seen every animal? Who could, who could say that this is the only animal? Kodesh Baruch Hu. So he's like a chazir. So he picks up his poofs and he says, you know, look, I'm kosher. Ha-chazir hazek shu shochei poshet tlafav. Oh, loma, reush, ani tahar. Kach elu goslin v'chomsin v'maran asak sheher. They say they're kosher. Right? Kol mem shana, the first 40 years of his life, Esav acted like a wild man. Sod nashim mitachaz yad v'alem ma'ana osam. When he was 40 years old, ah, my father, 40 years old, you know, that's when he got married and he, uh, davened for children, so that's what I'm going to do too. What's the message? Says Revobi. Says Revobi in source number eight. Chazal tell us a form of this story is in the Gemara. But we know the story in the Gemara Masech Asota, Esav, we spoke about it in the last week a little bit, Esav was blocking the entrance when they wanted to bury Yaakov, Torah's Machpelah, Chusham takes the law into his own hands, knocks Esav, and there it does not say that Esav's head fell off, right? But in the Pirkei Dabalasar it did, and there it also says that it went into Ma'aras Machpel. Fine. Why was Esav's head Zochet to be buried in Ma'aras Machpel? Ha'hezberhu, Shaharosh Shalesav Ha'ikimokashalavosakadoshem. Esav had some intellectual insight. Esav knew. He knew the brachas were valuable. He sold them at this heat of the moment, but he knew they were valuable. Kibarava aim. Bahavana ubahakara Esav lohaya pachad meovasakadoshim. Ella sheetzlam havana veakara nichnosulotocha guf viniskadish kal guf imikole verehem. You know the problem with Esav was he had the viyadata hayom, but not the vahashivosa elavavecha. He didn't allow the yadia to shape who he was and who he could become, like the avos did. Avaleitzel Esav. He said, oh, 40 years old. Okay, I'll do this at 40 years old. It's not about external. Oh, this is the age. It's about living a life in a certain way. And this is the ikra of our avodah. We have to bring the kedusha inside of us. And that's why, interesting you ever think about this? Why when we wear tefillin do we have to make sure our bodies are clean? Somebody has to go to the bathroom and take off their tefillin. What does the tefillin have to do with my body? The tefillin's on my body, not in my body. And the answer is because the tefillin is supposed to seep into my body. And that's why tefillin needs a gufnaki. Right? We mentioned often, many years ago, not so recently, right? Remember that Gemara and Brachas? The story of the Vilna Gon, the Vilna Gon was once davening in Shul, and whatever it was, the enemies came into the Shul, and they were going to kill everybody or, or attack everybody, and the Grah turned around, and all of a sudden, all of the enemies seized the Vilna Gon, and they run out of Shul. The story is told about various Gedolim. I'm saying about the Grah. Um, but so, okay, so they run out, they're like, Rebbe, what do you do? Did you say like some type of incantation, and some, you got him out? He's like, no, it's a Gemara. 
Mar Brachas, first parak, Kishem Hashem Nikra Alecha Vayarbi Mecca, Pasigin Kisavo, the Shem Hashem will be on you and they'll fear you, Elon Tilashabarosh. So they saw it, they saw my Tvilin. So they say, Rebbe, we're also wearing Tvilin. So the Gras says, no, be Medayik in the Gemara. It doesn't say Elon Tvilin Sha'al Harosh, it says Elon Tvilin Shabirosh. The Tvilin is not supposed to stay on our head, it's supposed to seep into our head. Because it's not just about what's in, but it's about being shaped by the tefillin. It's about being shaped by the idea. And Esav didn't have that. And he says on line 23, All intellectual wisdom out there and a lot of philosophy, it's all about the mind. And it doesn't matter how you live your life. We've spoken about the difference between philosophy and religion is obligation. Right? What, what I'm obligated to do. And a person can give lectures on everything, but Torah is about affecting my life. Torah is about not just doing chitzoni actions on the outside. That's the power of Esav. Yeah, I'll do. I'll go through the motions. I'll get married at 40 like my father did. It's not about that. It's about from within. It's about shaping who we are, and we have to make sure that everything we do shapes who we are. Okay, one final point for the evening, and that is from the Be'er Yosef. One thought on the story of the brachas. What happens? Yaakov comes in, and uh, Yitzchak says, who are you? And he comes, and he feels him, and he says, who are you? I'm myself. He smelled the scent of his begadim. When he gives him a racha. And Yitzchak says, Yitzchak is excited about this smell. Whatever the smell is. He smells the begadim and he says, wow. This is like the reach hasadeh. So what's the reach hasadeh? There's a lot of Kabbalah. The sadeh tapuchin. And the, he smelled. But Rashi quotes, Ganeden. The reach of Ganeden. What was the Reich of Ganeda doing here? Question one. Whatever it was, it was an amazing smell. Why was Dafka here? And number two, the Gemara and Sanhedrin darshins from, on this Pasuk that it's not only Kirita Bogdov, but also Bogdov. He smelled treason. He smelled those who will be traitors. Right? Something negative. So are those conflicting Midrashim? Like Gan Eden and, and Bogdav are, are very different. So the Bar Yosef in his classic style tries to put it together. He quotes from the Perikid Rebelazar, the Medrash. Higi Alel Pesach. What night of the year was it? This was Lel Pesach, as I'll tell us. Right? That's why he made Shtema, Shtema Tamim. Two. One for the Chagiga, one for the Koran Pesach. It was Lel Pesach. Yitzchak Avinu calls to Esav and says, My Esav! In the future, this is going to be the night that all of Christ are going to gather at the Seder and there's going to be Geula. Go bring me some, go bring me up two Karbanas. Rivka tells Yaakov, tonight's going to be the Seder, it's going to be the Lelo, the Yantif, and go bring two Karbanas. So they're both going to get the Karbanas. Mavur Mikan, line 21. Rivka Hodil Yaakov, Rivka already told Yaakov, Kibalayla Zeyigalu Banam Nashibud, tonight's going to be the Geula, it's going to be amazing. There's another Medrash. The Medrash tells us that Bnei Yisrael were scared of getting brismila in Mitzrayim. They don't want to get brismila. They were mavata, except Sheva Levi. 
What did Kaddish Baruch Hu do? Erev Pesach, Karben Pesach. It smelled. Hashem put the Reich of Gan Eden into the Karben Pesach. So that everybody came to Moshe. Moshe, we need some of that. That's the Karben Pesach. Moshe says, you want it? You got to get Brismila. They're like, okay, fine. And that's how Hashem, says the Madras, helped convince B'nai Yisrael to get Brismila because of the Reich of Gan Eden in the Karben Pesach. So this night already has Karben Pesach has the Reich of Gan Eden in it. So says the Ber Yosef, when Yitzchak Avinu smelled the Reich of Gan Eden in Yaakov's animals, it's because Hashem put already in the Koach. The, this is the night that the Koach of that Reich exists. He put the Reich in Yaakov's Karbanos. Yitzchak smells it. But what's the Bogdav? It was because the Jews didn't want to do Brismila. They were being bogeyed. They didn't want to, they didn't want to do it. And that's the bogdav that turns into the Reich of Gan Eden. And says the, uh, Ber Yosef, on the left side, like Hashem did later on, he did earlier, in order maybe to convince Yitzchak, give him the last, yeah, you have some svekas who this is, Reich Gan Eden. This is the night. This is the night of Geula. Whoever you think this son is, it's the right one. Hashem was telling him, and therefore he was able to give the bracha, right? Even after at the end, it's also strange. As we've spoken about this before, he says, I call, call Yaakov, and then he gives him the bracha. Gives him the bracha. After, after he feels the begadim, and later on he gives him another bracha. But the purpose is because he smelled this ganeden. He smelled the ganeden. Putting all the midrashim together, it all works out. Bogdav, Bigadav, Gan Eden. We just have to do our best to be able to smell the Gan Eden in our, in our Sidarim. Again, will be Zochat to the current Pesach. And to smell the Gan Eden, to smell the Gan Eden in the current Pesach. We should be Zochat to all of the Brachas, not only on that night, but all the nights uh, of the year. Okay, again, we'll stop here. Hashem, next week there won't be a Shir. We'll be traveling. Hashem will pick up, uh, by Yishlach, Hashem, back, uh, back here. Okay, we'll stop here.